that was Bethel Worship with Good, Good Father. Thank you for listening to Radio Pulpit and Radio K Pulpit. I'm now joined by a beautiful young woman of God. Mandy, good day and welcome to Elevated. Good day. Thank you so much for having me on this wonderful show. How are you? I am very blessed and particularly excited that you get to share with our listeners today. Before we continue, just maybe give our listeners an idea of who you are. It's always a great pleasure and an opportunity to share uh, what God has done in our lives. It's always amazing to share your testimony. So this opportunity, I will take and run with it. Uh, Mandy Msani is a young lady, a young woman of God. I love God. He has been amazing in my life. I come from uh, a very small community in KZN, and as a young person, you have dreams. You want to reach the big city and achieve those dreams, and God has just been good to me in that journey. A lot of ups and and a lot of downs. But I'm just a young lady who's very driven, who loves to push for her passion and her dreams, loves working for God. Mm. And you're also a motivational speaker. Tell us how you knew that that was part of your calling. Yes, I am a motivational (laughs) speaker. That is for sure. Um, Initially, I was just a young child who was very talkative. I had my first public speech at the age of five. I was in grade zero. And it was a God-given gift. And at first, everyone was just like, she talks too much, she talks too much. But when I started uh, going to school and understanding speaking and being taught the postures and the ins and outs of speaking, in that journey, I realized that there's no way that God gave me this gift at such a young age if it's not what he has um, designed me for. Mm. So as I grew older, older, I started um, learning more about speaking and I realized that in my journey of learning that I actually love inspiring people. Mm. It's not just me standing and talking about anything. I want to speak to people so that they are inspired, encouraged, motivated and are restored. They mm. lost hope in life, in God, in the journey that they are walking in. Mm. And in that, I realized that I want to be a motivational speaker. I started writing my motivations on Facebook. Uh, I would post videos on social media. And slowly but surely, people started knowing about my work. I started getting invites to empowerment events. I'll speak on radio. I'll speak on TV. So it's been a long year's journey of just, being what God has created me to be. And when you do stand in front of your audience, what is your main message? You know, um, every motivational speaker has this one thread, this one message that pulls through all of their um, engagements. What is your message to your audience? My main message has always been words have power to impact. Mm. They could either impact positively or impact negatively. It is up to us um, how we receive those words and not just only words spoken over us. Mm. I'm talking also about words spoken by us over ourselves. Mm. So for me, I I, I value words. Uh, Whether you speak to yourself in the mirror or whether you sit in the crowd, you listen to other people speaking, whatever comes out of your your mouth or Mm. comes into your life, 
has such value. The Bible also says that um, the tongue, it can either build or destroy. Yes. So the power of words for me has always been my main message. Mm. It could be, we're talking about hope. We're talking about trust in God. We're talking about encouraging each other. Mm. I truly believe that with every situation that you face in life, there is a word out there for your situation with your solution. Now, I keep hearing you referring to the Bible and you referring to God. I mean, it is clear that you have a very deep and genuine and authentic relationship with God. Tell our listeners, as a young woman, you are now in your mid-20s. Where did this relationship with God all start? Like any other child, when you are young, you are forced to go to church, (laughs) Sunday school. You don't understand why. It's just like a fun activity for you to do. But it started from there. And Mm. as I grew older, I remember I officially got saved at the age of 16. I was in high school. My physical science teacher is the one who put me uh, to church to get saved. She was like, yeah, you talk about God, but have you Mm. given your life to Christ? Because it, it all starts with, when you make the decision to give your life to God. So he took me to church. I gave my life to Christ, started walking in that journey. And by God's favor and grace, two years later from me giving my life to God, I lost my mother. Sure. I say by, by, by favor and grace because if I had not given my life to God that time, mm. I was not going to survive losing my mother. Mm. When my mother passed, I was still very young in Christ. But I, I knew enough to hold on to him mm. when um, my mother passed away. I was the only child. My father passed away when I was very young. So anything and everything I wanted to do was just around me wanting to be the best thing I can be for my mother. Mm. So when she was taken away, I had to redirect my, my life and my dreams and my goals because they were all surrounded by, I want to do this for mom, I want to do this for her and all of those things. Mm. So me having a relationship with Christ then helped me to stand strong because when I didn't understand anything else, I'll just go to him and cry. I had conversations with God more than I think anyone (laughs) because I I didn't have, I felt like I didn't have anyone else but him. Mm. I kept on going back to the scripture. He is the father to the fatherless, the mother to the motherless. I was like, okay, fine. He has a plan for me as well. Mm. If he can take these people away, then he has something in store for me. So I'd always go back. I remember there were times when I'll just go to church and not say anything and just cry. Mm. And, and, And those moments, would not be possible if I had not given my life to God. So from then, I realized that there isn't anything that can happen to me and I will not succeed because I'm no longer walking this journey by myself. Yes. You know, this is so significant also today because when you look at the coronavirus, so many people have lost their parents, Mandy, at different ages. You were still very young. Um, But with the coronavirus, it took so many people's parents away. Um, A lot of people are now at the point where you were many years ago, so you can even speak courage and hope into the lives of people who are perhaps much older than you at this stage. What would you say to someone who has lost their mother or their father due to the COVID-19 pandemic? What's your encouragement to them? For me, I'd just say it's not easy. It is not supposed to be easy. That's the whole point. You've lost someone who gave you life. If it's a mother, you've lost your father 
who gave you direction. You've lost someone who's been close to you. Maybe you dream you dreamed of doing something for that person. Mm. Maybe you still had plans to do with this person. It, it's supposed to hurt. Allow yourself to be hurt. In that hurt, always remember that God is the comforter. Mm. God is the one and only comforter you can run to. Sometimes we we, we, we bury ourselves in our pain trying to understand why why did I lose my mother? Why did I lose my father? Mm. Why did I have to lose my sister? Not everything is meant for us to understand. If we understood everything, then what would be the point of, of God being God mm. and us? being his creation it is not for you to understand all you've got to do is cry right at the feet of jesus and allow him to heal you allow him to give you that strength to keep going because the person that you have lost would not want your life to end along with theirs Mm. they still will want you to carry on living they still want you to carry on achieving your dreams being whatever it is that you want to be in this life. Mm. We all know that we are not in a permanent state when we are on earth. One day it's going to be me. One day it's going to be you. The time that you have, make sure that you use it wisely. You use it wisely to to keep doing your God-given purpose. Mm. Losing people along the way is unfortunately the way things are going to be. When that happens, Take a moment, cry about it, cry to God, regain the strength from him, take comfort from him, and keep it moving. The show must go on. Amen. The show must go on. That's the sound of the voice of the young, wise, motivational speaker. Her name is Mandy Nomnebo Msani, and she is with us today. We're going to get to a cleaning project that they are doing in the community, which is absolutely remarkable. But Mandy, before we do that, I just want to ask you, I heard somebody say the other day that time does not heal um they say they said time does not heal it just makes it easier Uh, some other people believe that time actually heals what do you think about that taking into consideration the loss that we just spoke of for me i'll say it heals and makes it easier type of way Mm. not in a sense that you will ever forget when people uh, think of healing, they think you will forget the thing ever, ever happened. Mm. It doesn't work like that. You are never going to forget that thing happening. Mm. But with time, you will accept mm-hmm. that this thing has happened. With time, you would have regained strength from God. With time, you would have been spent your moment of comfort and God comforts you in that moment, and he takes you out of it. It's like what Bishop's been preaching um, this few weeks mm. about um, a time. It's like you're in a cocoon, mm. waiting, just allowing things to happen. You're in an incubator, allowing the healing uh, process to work on you. Mm. And when you are ready, you're going to be released out as a butterfly. But you'll never forget that you were ever in, <laughs> in a cocoon. cocoon. Yes. So time for me is... It's just something that allows you to go through the process, the whole stages of process of the process of loss from the beginning, the middle, right at the end when you regain your, your strength and then you can go back to the world. But you'll never forget. So that's why I would say time heals. 
if you allow yourself to go through the process in that time, mm. you will find your healing. But yes. will you ever forget that person? No, it's not an amnesia thing. You mm. won't forget. Yeah. Yes, that's that's so true and so powerful. We're going to listen to Torrin Wells featuring Jane Johnson with Famous Four, I believe. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. That was Torrin Wells featuring Jane Johnson with Famous Four. Uh, Thank you for choosing to stay with us. You have not made a mistake. We are speaking to Mandy Msane. She is a motivational speaker. She is a youth leader. She is a voice in this generation for the nations. And I'm excited that she gets to share with us today. Mandy, and I want to get to this project that, that you guys are doing in Johannesburg cleaning up uh, Windsor East, which a lot of people who know Johannesburg will know is a very Diemakar place. I don't know how else to put it. And it can be very (laughs) filthy. People are just doing all kinds of things. What made you decide to go down into the streets and pick up the litter and try to clean the environment? Uh, WCCA, it's Windsor Community Cleaning Association, was founded by people who have had enough mm. of all the, the the illegal dumping in the community where anyone can just do anything, anytime they want. They will urinate on the streets. Like you were saying, it's Dimakar. It's yeah. just like a mess. So a few people came together and decided, why don't we, we we found like put together an organization that is going to cater for this challenge. Mm. There are a lot of NGOs out there catering for other um, challenges that communities have. We have fewer um, organizations that actually cater for the cleanliness mm. of the communities that we live in. We all just put it on, pick it up hands to come and collect. Um, the dirt on a Friday or a Monday or whenever they do come. But we felt that this um, kind of, of challenge in a community requires, one, the community itself to be involved and want to make the change. Mm. So the people that we work with, uh, the cleaning take place every Saturday morning from 7 until 10. The people that we work with are the people of the community, mm. volunteers around the community who wake up every Saturday morning bring their kids, they also come, everybody comes, and then we start cleaning. So that's how the organization was founded, that's how it started. And from there, it started started growing. Uh, We started getting um, partnership requests from Pick It Up as they realized that actually these people are helping us, Mm. making our job a little bit easier. Uh, The mayor of Joburg uh, also got involved. And then we started getting involved in more other cleanups around Johannesburg. WCCA is now part of a project uh, that the mayor of Johannesburg is doing. It's called Cleaner Joburg. Mm. So it's it's mainly just identifying those hot, hot spots um, where illegal dumping is taking place, where people can just throw anything whenever they want to and making sure that we clean that. In cleaning, we don't just clean and leave it uh, and, and, and move on. We also try the people in that corner around that flat or around that space, we try to teach them that mm. actually what you're doing is, is not right. You, you need to put things on, on onto the dustbins that are provided. We make sure that Pick It, pick it Up provides them with more plastic paper bags 
So you don't have an excuse to throw anything on the floor. Mm-hmm. I promise you, WCCA is a work in progress. Windsor community is not the easiest community to clean, yes. but we've seen a lot more people getting involved. We've seen um, a lot more young people uh, mm. seeing the need to be a part of this project because it doesn't only uh, just focus on the cleaning itself, but we have other youth programs involved. We have dance classes. We have talent show that takes place every year. So it's an organization that's looking at bringing positive change in a community where everyone else was like, it will never change. I think you've answered uh, my next question a little bit now because I wanted to know, besides picking up the litter, uh, how do you get the community not to continue littering and just think, ah, these people are going to come and pick it up on, on a Saturday? How do you change the culture of the community? Initially, it was exactly that. They were like, ah, I can just throw it, they'll come and pick it up. But as time went on, we actually started speaking to them. Um, If anyone walks around the community and you see a a dumping that has been done in a certain corner, you take videos, we have a group, you'll take a video or a picture and then show the management that this is what's happening in this corner. We go there, try to find out who did this, and why and when we do find that person we make them understand that you cannot do such things and we unfortunately force them to pick it up we give them all the paper um the paper bags and anything that they require and say you need a place to dump let us know come to where our main corner is where we need come there and tell us that you've got this something that you need to get rid of. We'll call, pick it up for you. They will come and pick it. You cannot just throw it on the street. So on a daily, we'll receive a video and we'll go to that person. And it, it is very embarrassing mm. when people come to you and say, why are you dumping? <laughs> yes, yes. So people from there realize that actually it's easier when they do it because no one can see. But now when someone comes, and, and kind of holds you responsible for it, it becomes a different story. So there are a lot of businesses, uh, street vendors that are there on the main street um, in Windsor East, for example. They get all their the paper bags, whatever they are selling. If we see even a tiny bit of it on the street, you are responsible because we know it's you who sits there. Mm. So it, it's just ongoing, making sure that we check up Whoever is in that corner that was um, dumped, we hold them responsible next time if anything happens after we've cleaned it out and made them understand why they shouldn't do this. And with time goes, some people adapt. People adapt Mm. to change. Mm. So if they see things changing, they start doing things differently. They will no longer just throw anything because now they know that certain people will hold you responsible. So community people, uh, sometimes it's easier to get them to adapt to a new change, especially if it's a positive, good change that you're trying to do. I absolutely love what you guys are doing, and I love that you are also children of God doing this. You are inspiring us to do something in our communities. Um, Should someone want to know more either about this project, maybe they want to duplicate it and get some tips for their community, or if somebody wants to get hold of you to come and do motivational speaking in their church, in their schools, because you are very good with, with young people as well, how do we contact you? Me, personally, you can get a hold of, of me on my email address. It's msane, which is my surname, M-S-A-N-E dot nomtebo, my full name, N-O-M-C-E-B-O at gmail.com. 
You can get a hold of me on Instagram at nomtebo underscore msani, Facebook nomtebo msani motivational speaker. And I learned a new thing. One of my friends was like, no friends, just tell them. Google me. So go to Google. <laughs> yes, Google me, child. Google me, child. So go to Google and just type Namkwebo Msanya. You will get all my contact details. And I would love to come and inspire your children, um, your youth, anyone that you are looking at um, me coming to inspire. And for WCCA, we have a very active Twitter page. I mean, even the mayor tweets on this uh, page. For WCCA, it is at Laundry Mohoti. That's the 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 the, the, the um, handle for WCCA. Laundry Mohoti, M O K G O T S I. Mm. And then you will see anything that's regarding the organization, what we are up to, what we are currently doing. Also, when you 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 come to me and speak to me about anything, you can ask me about the project as well. I'm definitely a huge part of it but we are very active on the social. So if you need anything regarding the project or the motivation, just Google us. (laughs) (laughs) You shall find us. Mandy, thank you so very much for your time today. God bless you and the wonderful work you do. We are very proud of you. And I know you'll continue to impact many, many people for the glory of God uh, through the purpose that God has created you for. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Elevated is an amazing show. Such inspiring conversations that take place. It was a pleasure to be a part of your show today. Thank you. Thank you.